This is the Sunshine Coast, Mark and Caroline on 92.7 Mix FM. Joining us in the studio is author of the new book, Ashby Gate. Ross Jones joins us. Good morning, Ross. Morning, Mark. Thanks uh, very much for coming in. Now, you're a private investigator. I expected, you know... The trench coat, the cigarette, uh, you know, <laughs> you know the, the shady briefcase, but we're not getting that today. You've, you've got I left the, him at home. Oh, right. oh, did you? Yeah, well, he only needs him when he's on the job. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So now you have written the book Ashby Gate, which is all about the situation that's back in the news at the moment uh, between uh, Peter Slipper, James Ashby, Mal Bruff, and a few other supporting cast. Yes. W- why did you decide to write this book? Uh, well, as you said, I'm a private investigator. What I do is litigation support, so I get information from my solicitors, so they've got enough to go to court with. Uh, one of the, or I did quite a few sexual harassment cases in that regard, so I've got an interest in sexual harassment cases. Yeah. Uh, I read Justice Rarey's decision, and he's the one that bought, that heard the original case against Peter Slipper. Uh, I read his decision in 2012 where he basically threw the whole thing out as an abusive mm. court. Mm. Uh, I was appalled. I thought it was an abusive court. So I started getting interested in it, and uh, the only way, I, the only place I could really find information was on a website called Independent Australia. Yeah. So I started talking to them, and we all started talking. And one of uh, their guys put a uh, wrote an article saying, "Look, this whole injustice is getting out of hand. None of the media are reporting this. Nobody knows what's going on." Yeah, it was. Uh, and I see there's a quote in your book. It says, The Ashby affair was monumentally unreported by mainstream media in Australia because it yes. didn't dis- suit the let's destroy Gillard agenda. And, and that's, that's, right. that's true, isn't it? Everyone was more interested in getting rid of the Gillard government than working out what was going on on the other side. Yeah, that's right. And, and the way the information was presented in the, uh, in the, in the Murdoch press, anyway, mm. was taken very selectively and out of context. So if you read that, you would think Peter Slipper was just the worst guy in the universe. Yeah. Whereas in context, no, he's just a guy who drinks too much and, you know, had been in the job for too long. Now, yeah. he's, he's read this, the first draft of this book, He has read right? it, yes, he has. And yeah. he was not happy with it? Well, I don't think he's very happy to have the whole thing aired again, really. I yeah. mean, uh, it, it's hard to say. I mean, Peter, he made some minor corrections where I technically made an error, you know, various things, addresses and where he sure. stayed at various times. Sure. Um, but apart from that, uh, you know, he just has to cop it, I'm afraid. It's the truth. That's, and you can't avoid that. What about Mal Bruff? Has he read the book? I don't know. Right. I imagine he probably has. I'd yeah. be surprised if he had uh, It's getting... Uh, I, I, I haven't read it yet, but I Googled it, mm. and it's getting some very high-level praise. People are saying, okay, well, this is a, a very basic account of what happened, and it's mm. probably important in a political, historical context. Well, I think it was written as a history. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, why should Sunshine Coasters, especially the, the voters of, uh, of the electorate that we're talking about... Fisher. Fisher. Why should Sunshine Coasters read this book? Well, I think the electors of Fisher have had a rough trot for an awfully long time. <laughs> uh, you know, Peter Slipper... You know, there's, I can't say whether he's done a good job or not, but I gather from talking to people on the street that no one was very happy with him for a long time. Yeah. And yet he kept getting pre-selection. And if you're a conservative voter in Fisher, you have no choice but to vote for Peter Slipper. Yeah. And so I think everybody was pretty pleased to see the back of him. The problem is that the person who replaced him uh, has got a lot of skeletons in the closet. And I don't, I don't think my own personal view is that Mel Bruff is just simply not a man of high morals uh, or morals of sufficient to warrant being a representative in the Australian Parliament. Yeah. 
Okay, so, well, I, I would like to say that Mal Bruff has, is a good local member. I'm sure he is. I'm he's not, a, he's I, a, he, he works very hard for the election. Please, everything I say, yeah. that, please take it in that context. I'm not talking at all about what Mel does on a day-to-day level. Uh, from what I can see, he's a very, very impressive performer. Uh, the f- simple fact of the matter is, though, that Mel Bruff was involved in this process and he needs to give a full account of himself in, to the public, to the electors of Fisher. Do you think uh, Malcolm Turnbull will remove uh, Mal Bruff from his portfolio? Yeah, well, it's hard to speculate against that around that because you know I, I, I'm not privy to their their machinations I and, bet you and not. what they do. After you've written this, <laughs> <laughs> and, and what they do, but um, you know, I mean, there's various theories. He might hang on to him till Christmas or, or whatever. Sure, um, but I think. The odium surrounding Mel is going to grow over the next 12 months and that odium will, you know, ironically do as much damage to the Liberal Party as the Peter Slipper matter did to the Labor Party. Because it's not going to go away, is it? No, it's not. It's, it's it can't just, go away. It's yeah. impossible for it to go away. Yeah, mm. right. Uh, wow. All right, All right so, so what time's the kick-off today if you want to come down and uh, check out the book? 10.30 at Shearwater Caloundra. And... Uh, we're, you know, I'm, I've only just got the book in my hand, so I'm very keen to just stop talking to you now. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not so <laughs> yeah, all right then. I, I think anybody in Fisher will find it a good read. And, and, yeah. and where can people buy it? Is it going to be in bookshops or is it, are you selling it online? What's well, the One story? of the problems we had, we, we, uh, we took it to quite a few publishers, mainstream yeah. publishers, and nobody wanted to touch it because it was too politically nasty, too politically dangerous for them. Yeah. And remember, you know, Abbott was in power at the time we were trying to do that, and so nobody, nobody would even read it. Right, no. sure. So we ended up doing it ourselves. Uh, we do have some bookshops that, that are doing it. Um, books at Butterham are stocking it. Yep. Uh, we've got plenty of bookshops in Sydney and in Melbourne yep. stocking it. Uh, and one in Townsville, Collins Booksellers in Townsville yep. are stocking it. And Avid Reader in Brisbane. Right. right. So they're the retail outlets. But we can get it online. And it's now uh, out on Amazon and Kobo and yeah, all, sure. All the, so it's an e-book as well. Yeah. All right. And the e-books use is, it, it's a better read as an e-book, if I say so. If you've got a uh, politically-minded member of your family, it's probably a great Christmas gift. Have a look at it. Ashby Gate by Ross Jones. Ross, uh, enjoy your time on the Sunshine Coast, mate. Hopefully no one will yell at you. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs>